0: The Daily 202's Big Idea is sponsored by DXC Technology. Let us show you the way to your digital future. Thrive on change. Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Thursday, March 12th. In today's news, the coronavirus can live on some surfaces for up to three days. The first layoffs from the pandemic are here And people are trapped in their homes with the dead bodies of loved ones amid the lockdown in Italy. A taste of how much worse things could get. But first, the big idea. President Trump's order banning travel from Europe for 30 days due to the coronavirus outbreak compounded the upheaval in global markets overnight, As fears of a worldwide recession mounted and Americans faced expanding restrictions at home, European stocks sank to their lowest level in four years after the Dow entered bear market territory yesterday. European Union officials were blindsided by Trump's announcement during an address in the Oval Office that non Americans won't be able to fly into the US from continental Europe after midnight tomorrow. It was a surprise decision that caught many on the other side of the pond as political above all especially because Britain was exempted, even though there are more cases there than on several countries across the continent. Under previous presidents, the United States has often taken the lead in directing a coordinated global response to world challenges. But Trump has sought to minimize the virus, undermine his scientific advisors, and blame other countries for the pandemic. The virus, which the World Health Organization has now labeled a pandemic, continues to spread widely across the United States, More than 1,300 cases have been reported in our country, with at least 37 deaths, including five new fatalities reported overnight. At least 44 states now have confirmed cases. The NBA indefinitely suspended its season last night after a player for the Utah Jazz tested positive. The NCAA said that the March Madness basketball tournament will now be played without spectators. Actor Tom Hanks and his wife have tested positive for the coronavirus in Australia. New rules enforcing social distancing are going into full effect as officials in California, Oregon, and Washington state announced bans on gatherings of more than 250 people, the most far-reaching measures yet many states are expected to follow today. Trump himself has called off his own domestic travel to Colorado and Nevada. Here in Washington, a staffer for Senator Maria Cantwell, the Democrat from Washington, tested positive. It's the first confirmed case on Capitol Hill. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser has declared a state of emergency after evidence of person-to-person transmission, giving herself the power to order mandatory quarantines across the district and to crack down on price gouging. Health officials say six more people have tested positive in the district, bringing the total number of cases to 10. Churches are canceling services en masse for this weekend. Washington's National Cathedral has shut down. Kentucky's governor has asked all churches in the Bluegrass State to cancel services. New York City and Chicago have canceled their St. Patrick's Day parades for next week. Meanwhile, during an explosive tirade in the Oval Office, Trump urged Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin to push Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell to do more to stimulate the economy, revealing the president's mounting fury as his administration struggles to corral the cascading economic fallout. Trump has frequently complained about the Fed in public for years, but his latest effort to pressure Mnuchin to privately push for action hasn't been previously reported until now. Trump initially tried to brush aside concerns about the virus's impact on the economy, saying it would be short-lived and get better as the weather warmed up. But the Oval Office meeting struck some of his top advisors because it showed how worried he's becoming. And that's the big idea. Here are three other coronavirus stories that need to be on your radar. Number one, experts are struggling to forecast just how bad this could get. Former CDC director Tom Frieden, a very sober-minded guy, someone not prone to hyperbole, said deaths in the United States could range widely depending on what percentage of our population becomes infected and how lethal the disease proves to be. Frieden oversaw the U.S. response to the 2009 H1N1 influenza pandemic, the 2014 Ebola epidemic, and the 2016 Zika epidemic. He says, based on his calculations, in a worst-case scenario, but one that he said is not implausible, half the U.S. population would become infected and more than one million Americans would die. U.S. officials have said they're working with 50 academic modeling groups around the country, but so far no projections of the outbreak's trajectory have been publicly released by the CDC or the White House Coronavirus Task Force. Still, Frieden said that anyone who says they know where this is going with confidence doesn't know enough about it. Congress's in house physician, Brian Monahan, said he expects 70 million to 150 million Americans will contract the virus. He told Hill staffers during a closed door briefing that 80% of people who contract the virus will ultimately be fine, but he's worried about the others. And new research shows that the coronavirus can live on some surfaces for up to three days. This new virus strain that's spreading can live in the air for several hours and on some surfaces for as long as two to three days. This is according to tests performed by U.S. government scientists. The researchers stress that their work does not prove that anyone has been infected through breathing from the air or by touching contaminated surfaces But for this study, they used a nebulizer device to put samples of the virus into the air, imitating what would happen if an infected person coughed or made the virus airborne some other way. What they found is that the virus stayed viable three hours later in the air, four hours later on copper, 24 hours later on cardboard, and up to two to three days later on plastic and stainless steel. The tests were performed at the NIH's Rocky Mountain Lab in Montana, by government scientists working closely with professors from Princeton and UCLA. Number two, people are starting to lose their jobs because of this virus. Interviews with more than two dozen firms and workers reveal that the pain is translating into layoffs in a wide circle of industries, from bakeries and chain restaurants to the Port of Los Angeles, where 145 drivers were just laid off and others have been sent home without pay because massive ships from China have stopped arriving and work dried up. As travel agencies from Atlanta to Los Angeles lay workers off because bookings have evaporated. A hotel in Seattle is closing an entire department. As many as 50 people lost their jobs in Texas after the South by Southwest festival got canceled. Economists say to expect many more layoffs in the coming weeks as supply chains come grinding to a halt and people stay home and spend less. And confusion and second-guessing reign as schools decide whether to shut down. In Washington State, a center of the outbreak, a suburban district closed down, but the Seattle public schools said they were going to remain open. In other systems, including D.C. public schools, classes are being canceled for a day to give teachers time to prepare for distance learning should schools be forced to close. In New York City, public schools remain open, although many private schools have closed. But parent-teacher conferences scheduled for Thursday and Friday are now going to be conducted online or by phone. As of this morning, 1,251 public and private schools in the country have been closed or scheduled to close, affecting some 856,000 students. Number three Attempts to slow the spread of the disease in Italy with an unprecedented national lockdown have led to unintended consequences including several instances where funeral homes are refusing to collect the bodies of those infected with the virus. Teresa Franzesi, 47, suffered from epilepsy but was healthy until last week when she began showing symptoms of the coronavirus. She died Saturday evening in her Naples home. In a series of videos posted to Facebook the following afternoon, Luca Franzesi said that his sister had been tested for the virus only after her death. The results came back positive, and he and several other relatives have been placed under quarantine. That left a dilemma, what to do with Teresa's body. After various authorities failed to come up with an answer, the city of Naples finally referred him to a funeral home, but the funeral home refused to send anyone, saying that it's not equipped to deal with the situation and that none of their workers want to get infected. Franzesi posted an emotional appeal to his followers on Facebook, urging them to take the virus more seriously as he stood in the same room where his dead sister lay in the background. He said, quote, we are ruined. Italy has abandoned us. Meanwhile, while the body has still not been picked up, the Italian government has ordered all stores in the country to close except for supermarkets and pharmacies. The country now has more than 12,000 confirmed cases and at least 827 dead. Saudi Arabia has banned all travel to and from the EU following Trump's lead. The U.S. Embassy in Tel Aviv has isolated staffers after a visitor who had stopped by the visa office tested positive. El Salvador ordered a mandatory nationwide quarantine. Honduras reported its first two cases. And in China, a quarantine center collapsed, killing 29 who had the virus and were being isolated inside. A total of 71 people were trapped when the building collapsed. But the Chinese government says there's light at the end of the tunnel. Wuhan is preparing to reopen its airport at the end of its lockdown, which they say is coming into view. And China's National Health Commission says that of the 81,000 confirmed cases on mainland China, 63,000 have now recovered. And that's the Daily 202 for Thursday, March 12th. Thanks for listening. Remember to wash your hands. Also, please try to cough and sneeze into your sleeve, not your hands. We can all do our part to get through this and we will get through it together. I'm James Holman. I'll talk to you tomorrow.